0: after the most successful fast lane ever and that is not hyperbole that is actually apparently a fact I mean they they are just left and right breaking their own records WWE they good they good ladies and gentlemen welcome to Sons of Slam my name is Chris Mindell along with the reaper Mr. Joe Black sir what's going
1: on uh, I'm doing all right. Oh, oh, that didn't sound convincing. It shouldn't have been. Okay. <laughs> I didn't intend for it to be. It all was right. just a statement. Okay. Take it how you will. Okay. All right. Life hmm. goes on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Um, <laughs> Uh
0: <laughs> you get that on a shirt, life goes on, dash joe black
1: bang, bang, bang and bang, uh, on the back, bang, bang, <laughs> and then copyright infringement It's the whole thing, yeah, I know, yeah. bull club gold together' still fucking c and d r s. is quick, <laughs> quick, the bang, bang gang, the bang, bang gang, um. Yeah, fast. yeah, I'm doing all right, dude. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for asking me. Nah, I'm
0: always concerned for your well-being. Really, <laughs> I am. And and your your goings-ons. Anything you want to uh, let us in on uh, that's happening in life?
1: Me? Yeah. Who? Me? Yeah, you, you. Nah, I'm yeah, good. You're good? Okay, good. Um we yeah. had everything, look at me. Everything. <laughs> uh-huh. Peachy. Peachy. Okay. <laughs> put it on a shirt. We went.
0: <laughs> we <just> put... <laughs> in the span of 10 seconds we made two wrestling t-shirts very very nice this is very productive oh wrestling piece hit me up very I'm productive a good <laughs> very productive show so far um yeah we had fast lane we had the tuesday night wars and uh everything in between let's really quickly i know like the we're going to get to all those that stuff the, we'll talk about fast lane we'll talk about tuesday night but first um I need to, and still on Lower that. Lower that, and let's talk. So uh, first up, I have the W Dubs. Uh, very open to moving Monday Night Raw to another day, Night Raw. Uh, no, with the new Nah, t- don't do Mondays to with the new TV rights deal.
1: Open to new, moving Raw to a different night is the. Yeah, nah.
0: So you would you say don't don't keep it on Mondays,
1: <laughs> okay? No, yes, keep it on
0: Mondays. <laughs> okay, I, now I'm confused.
1: You've gone thirty years on Mondays. Why change now? So
0: okay, I agreed. Uh,
1: USA Network uh,
0: will be broadcasting SmackDown starting next year. That's a new five-year deal, uh, which will uh, likely cause Raw to find a new network. Um. So Last month, Endeavor officially uh, completed the merger with UFC and and WWE, which also will lead into my next uh, topic of discussion. Um, The plan is to maintain separate media rights for WWE and UFC, which is a very good idea. There's no need to combine the two to cross streams.
1: Um, Yes, please don't put the WWE Network on ESPN Plus, for the love of God. uh, Okay. But if you do, (laughs) don't take the UFC model. Right. I'm not paying fifty dollars a clip for a fucking pay per view. Hmm. Oh, so for the Steve. WWE, I should specify that yeah. because <laughs> I do currently pay fifty dollars a clip for AEW. I, I know you
0: do. I know. It's so funny that you're you're so upset with having to pay for WWE, but for AEW, it's okay.
1: You're just so used to WWE now. I support, now I support small businesses. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: Your mom and pop store down the street is uh, putting on a a show on TV and like, oh, good for them. That's nice. Your
1: friendly Jacksonville neighborhood uh, (laughs) mom and pop shop. Jacksonville, Florida, by way of (laughs) London, England.
0: Uh, This this is the week uh, following the merger's completion. It was disclosed that TKO had reached an agreement to move SmackDown from Fox back to the USA Network. With the shift set for October of, of next year. Uh, it was made after signing a five-year deal. I mentioned all that stuff. Um, let's see here. So uh, Ari, Mr. Uh, Ari himself, Mr. Ari Emanuel, he said, quote, so you cannot undervalue the WWE and UFC for the following reasons. One, we do not have a season. One of the biggest issues that will happen with uh, S-Mods and networks is churn. We're 52 weeks a year, right? And we're flexible. You want us Thursday night? You want us Tuesday night? I don't have to. I I don't have any of those scheduling issues, and that churn issue because we're a full year. It's so much different than any other sport because the, then people churn out. That's one of the issues with sports, not in a bad way. And then the package is over, and then you leave. We do not have that. Our fans are loyal. They stick around, and they move. Um, end quote. And so, to that end, I will say yes, there is loyalty, and, and <laughs> we are still here after everything that happened, especially during COVID. Um, we, to our credit, you know what, I pat myself on the back because sticking through all that bullshit, and good God, that was awful, uh, to come out to the other side with something that was very unexpected in that Triple H would be taken over, and that was such a, a nice little change of pace, and to that end, I also say that, uh, the Endeavor has made an announcement that Triple H will have a full creative control. And that Vince McMahon, I think the percentage was 0.001% of control.
1: But if that 0.001 is the final step.
0: (laughs) uh, But having 99.099%.
1: I mean, I'm assuming that's also why Michael Cole was able to call both Finn Balor and Cody Rhodes former leaders of the Bullet Club, even though one of those is only technically true.
0: Well, Cody Rose wasn't a leader?
1: Technically, he wasn't. Okay. Because Kenny was still. Oh, Oh. okay. And Hangman. And,
0: and Hangman Adam. Uh, I did like that little throwaway line with uh, Corey. <laughs> Good for you. And you're, you're getting, looking on Twitter. Get your Twitter points, Michael there Cole. There you go. Good for you. And your Twitter points. <laughs> um, so there's there's that option of uh, Monday Night Raw being a Wednesday Night Raw Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Wow. See, that's just taking an unnecessary shot. The, did they, did, well, did you watch Tuesday? That all was that the entirety of Tuesday was unnecessary. At, I did, at each, but, at but each company. But... AEW not necessarily. AEW did not have to go a, a, a ten minutes over and thirty minute uh, buy-in for, for Tuesday. They never done it before. Why do it now? And NXT they have done it
1: before. They've done a dynamite with a buy-in before. Yes. When? Give me the I'm, exact date. I'm throwing a shot in the dark. Lies. But I'm going to say winter is coming 2020 when Sting uh, debuted. <laughs> it was one of those weird fucking okay. Wednesday night specials or some shit like that. Mm. I mean, they've definitely done it for Battle of the Belts, which is also on television.
0: I don't remember them doing a broadcast TV buy-in. They just do it the wasn't show.
1: Broadcast. It was on It was on YouTube. Oh. Oh. I don't think it was on I don't think they they bought an extra hour, uh, half hour from TBS. But I'll tell you what, the counter programming was heavily in effect on Tuesday. <laughs> you don't say. Heavily in effect. You don't say. We're oh. going 30 minutes no commercial. Tony Khan says, what We're going 30 minutes no commercial fuck you guys (laughs) again going back and forth we're gonna have john cena in the main event well guess what we're gonna have edge debut in the main event we're gonna have paul Heyman in the corner of the other opponent in the main event (laughs) we're gonna have christian cage in the opponent's corner we're gonna have the undertaker ah fuck (laughs) Ah <laughs> oh, man, we can't that's
0: that's oh, when the can't. call to uh to Glenn happened. Like is there do you have any rights to Kane? Like are you is that still no yeah. it's WWE? No. I'll ahead. take Blue Kane at this point. I'll take Blue Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you as fake Diesel. Get over here, let's go. <laughs> anything wow, God. fake Diesel. God, anything. Um Speaking of Tuesday nights. Uh let's just get into the, the whole thing with the ratings. Uh before before ratings though. Uh apparently there was reports uh according to Body Slam Net, Bodyslam.net, that backstage atmosphere at NXT was quite a bit chaotic. Uh you don't say you don't say. Uh things were moving around frequently, but they were able to figure things out. Uh According to uh, Bodyslam.net, they said with such a stacked edition of the show comes a chaotic environment. And asking about the show, how the show came together, multiple Bodyslam.net sources in NXT have stated that the backstage environment at the show was hectic, with segments on the show being moved around frequently. Uh, The report also indicated that uh, that given the numerous elements in the show, including multiple surprises and high-profile guests... It's, of course, understandable that the show needed some adjustments as as the night progressed. Uh, An NXT source reportedly expressed their belief that the show was executed exceptionally well, which it was, uh, emphasizing the crucial role played by the enthusiastic crowd in the show's success. Good God. Uh, You know what? I got to give him a hand because that was quite the audience at NXT, which brought me back literally when when the, the first shot of them came on. I I had flashbacks to Black and Gold and the crowds that they had in that that uh you know, the arena there, and uh, it was I, I wish for for things like that I wish I was there <clears throat> excuse me and um, especially you all, know what I wish I was there for for all the chance that uh, they they blocked out and uh, and censored <laughs>
1: oh fuck I hated that so much
0: you fucked up
1: I yeah you up you, <laughs> you uh, up. <laughs> Uh holy, I wish I was there to see holy. exactly how long people were booing dom Mysterio because very clearly we are getting piped in boo noises cuz I don't care if a crowd of fucking 10,000 people I don't know dude boo you it doesn't sound like that there are reports of people in
0: like not NXT uh this past Tuesday but other other arenas where um the the crowd is just going in on Dominic Mysterio, and there is no piped in noise whatsoever. Like, it's, all right, it, I, I the, take it back. This is the the era of, I'm just saying, I don't know about NXT, it might, might have been piped in just like
1: they they show. Theology. No, I'm saying there wasn't piped in an NXT. Oh, there wasn't piped in. No, I mean, that's such a small. No, such I'm saying small you could tell the difference of oh, that crowd okay, okay. because it, it was so notes. small. Right. You could still hear Dom Mysterio speak, but you can still hear everyone booing at the top of their lungs that that i'm telling you that that arena that crowd was very legit and
0: they were expressing everything that they they could possibly express and i love how nxt is like raw and smackdown are the are the pg shows for audiences apparently like you can't go you can't cross the line but nxt apparently is like you can go over the line and just say whatever the hell you want to say and they'll just block it out usa will just block that thing out um why though it's it's not it's a you know what the, the the irony also is that You will have uh, uh, NXT on a Tuesday. They don't have any shows now on, but they used to have USA would have on 11 o'clock after raw. They would do. um, Oh, frick. Cat house. They would do some. Now, what were you saying? uh, Some (laughs) Some show. (laughs) It was a, it was a show that uh, it was like in reruns and repeats. It wasn't even like an original USA Network show, and they would it was like you know viewers discretion advised. And it went from Monday Night Raw. Oh yeah. To this R rated show, and they're just dropping f bombs. <laughs> it's like, what? where's the the line of deline- delineation? Is eleven o'clock? Is that what we have to do? So put NXT on eleven o'clock. Let's go. Let's do a let's do a R rated. Oh my God, Can you imagine the ratings on that? Let's do a just a no holds barred, and go up against like right after AEW. Do it on a Wednesday. <laughs> Have AEW Dynamite and then have NXT and then do a ratings war there. You're not even competing against each other, but you have a, a unfiltered NXT and just see what the hell happens. And then do all – everything you just did on Tuesday, put everybody on there <laughs> and just see what happens. You that
1: better. is going to result in Dom fucking Rhea live on television.
0: Well, then you know what? We had that with the leader versus an edge. Just, That's my point. Sorry. We saw nipple is what is what I'm saying, and let's just do that. And that's all we're asking for. (laughs) Just just asking for nipple. Is that too much to ask? Come on, Sean, get your head out of your ass. Um, ratings. Let's talk all things ratings. I'm all about that.
1: Uh, NXT. Can I tell you before we even get into Uh, that, it does have something to do
0: with it. Please go ahead.
1: I. I watch both shows, on Thursday. I'm sorry. On Wednesday. Okay. Today's Thursday. Sure. I watched both shows on Wednesday because mm. I didn't have time to see the both of them and I had family over, so they kind of hijacked the cable box. All the excuses. Go on. Yeah. No, I can give up more if you want. No, no, I'm good. All right. Good. <laughs> Cause, ugh, I was running out. Um, before even going into it, judging by, by what I saw on social media, mm. I said that NXT won. And that was before I even watched anything. Obviously, I would not have brought that up if I thought that AEW did, in fact, have a better show. Mm-hmm. But you can't compete with Cena and you can't compete with the badass. I mean, you just can't. You can't. It's not possible.
0: Um, and you know the irony in, in everything also was that uh, when they were head to head, again I am fully aware that when they went to head to head on Wednesdays that they they didn't put the show on that they put on this past Tuesday. With that being said, because uh, they didn't care then. They, <laughs> well, right. So if, if Vince being in charge, his 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 idea of just going head to head was let me just put out whatever's out there and that's that as she he takes a drink from his AEW mug um
1: that was not purposely that
0: was what a a shill you are man god what a tony khan
1: tk shill you are anyway um with that being said yes you come you come to my town on the days that i'm off of work i'm i'm gonna go but if you're here on mondays and fridays i got work my bad
0: (sighs) (laughs) or pay-per-view on saturday oh
1: Or a pay per view on Sunday.
0: (laughs) Or a pay per view on Sunday. (laughs) Bring it back. Bring back a pay per view. That Joe can take off and we don't have any other outside
1: circumstances
0: (laughs) that prohibit us from going. I'll tell you what.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what. If in twenty twenty four, presumably in the spring or the fall, Mm -hmm. we get great balls of fire returning to Brooklyn, I'll strongly think about it.
0: We have <laughs> WrestleMania fucking forty <laughs> coming to Philadelphia, and you didn't even think about that. Again, I bring this up to you as I said before. Shouldn't your first WWE show as a wrestling fan be Mania? Wouldn't that be awesome? Not some house You're show, absolutely correct, and not some house You're show in Tuscaloosa. Right.
1: Let me raise you one. Sure. What football team do I root for? The Philadelphia Eagles. It would be perfect. You fuck. <laughs> you fuck. I will hang up right now. Okay. Don't you fucking dare. Oh my
0: god, my dream, a solo show.
1: Don't you dare. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Okay. Ain't no goddamn birds over here. Fly eagles, fly. Come on, man. I see an eagle. How no, you, man. I see that on the no. hat on the hat on the wall. No, that's an eagle. Fly eagles, fly on the road to a fucking Super Bowl loss. Kiss my ass, Philly. I'm sorry. You got great food. Great food. I love your food. Thanks. Your town's awesome. Thanks for throwing that. Real up. grit, grit. Grease those light poles when the Phillies win. I'm rooting for you. I really am. But fuck the Eagles, okay? Uh, uh, no no joke. That. No joke though. The the, the Niners. Are, I
0: I texted you. I was like, what team is gonna? What team would beat the Niners right now? And you and you said to your credit, you're gonna stay humble until you see a Super Bowl win, and good for you. Yes.
1: As far as gloating about the 49ers, <laughs> I will trash any other fucking that wasn't a,
0: team. That wasn't a gloat. I was I was legitimately saying because I'm
1: winning. No, 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 no. I know, but that, that's why I'm saying. And I had to make that addendum because I just completely trashed the 49ers. It could have come off at, uh, the Eagles. It could have come that? off as a 49er gloat. Got it. I just want to point that out. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I refuse to gloat about the 49ers. I have, it has bit me in the ass before with Kaepernick, mm-hmm. with Jimmy G. I fucking... Pulled back on it, and it still bit me in the ass. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay humble, like our quarterback is. Stay humble, and 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 I'm gonna take the high road. (laughs) I make you humble. Yeah, yeah. I'm a diehard 49er fan. Okay, I didn't know that. You would think that the first ever football game that I went to would at least be 49ers, Giants, 49ers, Jets, somewhere MetLife Stadium type of thing, right? sure, Sure. No. The first one I went to was Giants-Cowboys this past season, where the Giants got absolutely fucking lit up by the Cowboys. 40 nil. Yeah. hmm So, do I wish that my first football game was a 49er game? Absolutely. Do I wish that if if, knock on wood, If the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl, I would love to fucking go to the Super Bowl to watch the 49ers win a Super Bowl. Knock on wood. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. there is a different feeling in a different aspect of all of it without the stress, if I'm being completely honest, of watching it at home. I get it. The live crowd is a way better experience, but. With the tickets pricing, with the ticket pricing being what it is, it is wildly difficult to get a good view from the top of fucking veterans or whatever the fuck it's called now. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Is it still called the vet? No, it's not. Lincoln, Lincoln Financial. It's called the link. So I, uh, there's a part of me that absolutely wants to go to have that. Feeling mm. of being at a WrestleMania, I get it. I really do.
0: <sighs> this is such but a the lame. introvert
1: part of me goes, "Ah, it's gonna take like fucking seven hours just to get home."
0: you just now. You're just now. You're just making excuses for yourself. It was, it was, it, listen. You'd you'd be home quicker out of the link than you would be out of MetLife. That's how terrible MetLife is,
1: and that's not true. It's it, very true. Uh, MetLife is... That's not true. The it's most- still a two-hour drive from the link.
0: Horror. Without traffic. Okay, I'm saying you, you'd get... You, <laughs> I still guarantee you get home quicker because you, you don't understand how bad it was getting out of there for WrestleMania. We were there three hours to get out of that parking lot. There were people still waiting for public transportation that were there. To, apparently, reports were five, six in the morning waiting for buses to get in because cars were trying to get out. You're talking about over, you know, 80,000 people in all these cars trying to get out of there, and nobody left early because at that point, it was still, it still had the main event with the, the triple threat that ended at exactly at 1230 with my my ex fiance at the time with her head on my shoulder because she was passed out because it went so long. That, I can't imagine you getting out any worse than what that was. For that, it's still even that though, I would still say you still need to do it still needs to do it. Like there's there's no you're just you're you're trying to justify and come up with excuses why you shouldn't do it. Meanwhile, as a fan, I still am kind of I'm kind of shocked that you would <clears throat> wouldn't go want to go more out of your way to do that.
1: I know it's it's, it's just
0: weird to me. Like it, it seems like AEW is the the story that you will fall on to, to to attend live events. But WWE, the biggest company in the entire world, that we talk about on a
1: weekly basis, you would not want to. It genu- genuinely, it's because I don't have to take a day off of work. <laughs> it's just so. Weird. I'm already off of work on Wednesdays. You all were right? taking a
0: day. Perfectly. You were taking a day off for. Uh, 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 don't say it.
1: Don't fucking say it for
0: Newark. You were taking it down. I was. I was gonna supposed to be there too. So don't don't. don't don't give me the the whole like. Oh my god. I, I look at me. Poor me.
1: You had a legitimate
0: reason. Uh, okay. So so what did you apparently? But it's. it's I'm just saying. The the <sighs> fact is, you were taking off. You were taking off for that day. You could do it again. It's next year. It's not like it's tomorrow. You have a days accrued. Cut the crap. Call, get someone to cover you. Can you watch the door while I go on this event? <laughs> watch. Watch. Uh. 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 uh Tiffany and her dog walk up the stairs. Please, cover my door. Cover my shift.
1: I can confirm there is no Tiffany nor dog.
0: Well, then you're wasting your time. (sighs) (laughs) So, Fastlane. (laughs) So, NXT. Uh, All right. We're we're still NXT. NXT, 23 minutes into the show. Um, Whoops. Title Tuesday. Viewership. Numbers. All that good stuff. A.W. Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, Tittle Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry. It's t- Tittle Tuesday. They drew uh 609,000 viewers. Yikes. Overnight viewership for shout NXT. out.
1: Shout out fucking AEW rampage on Wednesday night. Apparently <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that number would have been way higher. Had it not been for WWE Super NXT Tuesday.
1: Oh yeah, it would have been 800, <laughs> eight hundred, maybe eight. They, they draw eight to nine. That's what I'm saying. It would have been eight to nine, maybe
0: nine hundred and twenty-one thousand for
1: NXT. For NXT, their
0: highest viewership in several years.
1: So let's just uh, let's get one thing straight.
0: And by by, and by the way, NXT we were NXT up- draws. I'm sorry, NXT draws on a weekly basis anywhere from three to four hundred thousand. Let me just make that
1: yeah. very clear. But this is my point. You're gonna put as a roster. More you're gonna that. put up Adam Copeland, mm-hmm. Christian Cage, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Who else was on that show? We had uh, Luchasaurus. We had big uh, names. Orange, Orange Cassidy. Oh, big names. All right, Orange Cassidy. I'll give you that. Orange Cassidy is a bit of a draw now. Uh huh. Oh, but we didn't even know he was going to be there. Uh. Yeah. We didn't know Orange Cassidy was going to be fighting until the show started. This is
0: true because John Moxley wasn't cleared.
1: Right. Yeah. Because he had a spike in his head or something. <laughs> I can't I'm get sorry, it. Don. <laughs> Every day, probably put there. So you had those three. Don Callis. Don, we'll put yeah. that one in
0: uh, Right, right. Uh, now, we're, now we're just stretching. Uh, Brian Danielson.
1: Brian Danielson.
0: Uh, Swerve Strickland.
1: Let's go with those five.
0: Uh, right? Chris, those are five huge. Chris Jericho, you said. Uh, yeah, those... those are five big names. <laughs> Matt Seidel. You had Evan Bourne on there. No?
1: Okay. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, Hangman?
0: No. Nobody cares.
1: Um let's go with those five big names. Sure. Right? You're gonna put those five big names up against Did you say Saraya? All right. Six names. <laughs> You're gonna put those five because there is a girl in there. Sure. You're gonna put those six names up against Cody Rhodes, <laughs> LA Knight, John Cena, John Cena, Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. The Undertaker, mm-hmm. and Asuka. And Asuka, yeah. Yep. And that's also, leaving out Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> so far, you've you've said all these names that are
0: apples to apples. I, I don't understand.
1: Apples to apples. No, I'm just kidding. No, I get it. Yeah, who's who's the fucking Undertaker equivalent over in AEW right now? <laughs> Luchasaurus. <laughs> it is Luchasaurus. That's the funny thing.
0: <laughs> he, he doesn't talk.
1: And um, Undertaker wasn't fucking. Uh, and he got a whole promo. Code. He didn't have a tag partner. He wasn't anyone's bitch. He got a whole He world. wasn't Kane's bitch. Uh, I thought Kane was always his bitch. Oh, they were brothers. Yeah. Slash. One of the biggest lies I was ever told as a kid.
0: <laughs> and he burned down. What was it? He burned down the. Uh...
1: The family trailer or something. Good lord. <laughs> oh, Katie Vick. By the way, anyway. I just assumed. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just assume it was a trailer because it was the WWE in the 90s and they were just doing like very stereotypical things. So they go, tall white guy. Mm. Definitely white trash.
0: <laughs> Has to be.
1: His uh, name is Dr. Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's white trash. They could have had a story go
0: like from how you, came, how you became a dentist to uh, a burn disfigured uh, member of the Undertaker family.
1: That, that would have been. A- I became a dentist and then I went crazy and. Burned my family's house down, <laughs> and also i didn 't mention before while I was a dentist the undertaker's my brother <laughs> yeah, the undertaker's my brother <laughs> i I always wanted to impersonate diesel, so I
0: did that for a little bit, and then I burned my my family house to the ground, and then that 's how it became can. I could have intertwined all three characters into one, and just that would have been very confusing um so yeah, so NXt with the win for uh, Tuesday night uh, uh, what were your thoughts overall? Of Tuesday.
1: I Tol- like that they br- they brought out the best in each other. This was definitely a lot different than the Wednesday Night War. Because it wasn't. W- like I said before, WWE didn't care about Wednesday Nights. Vince didn't care. They didn't care about NXT at that point. Vince didn't. Vince didn't. But Vince was the WWE at that point. Mm. Vince didn't care about AEW. All right. He let Sami Zayn slip it on fucking national television. Shout out to the electric chair, one of the greatest segments in Monday Night Raw history. God, please bring it back. I should. We should just message,
0: just inundate Sami Zayn on on DMs. Bring back the electric chair. Bring
1: back. Yeah, maybe don't. No, do it. Do it. Maybe don't. Do it. Especially, maybe don't do that because the, it might be considered a hate crime. <laughs> why? Okay. Why? Maybe don't. Why? Because you're suggesting that a man bricks, like, oh. it's on paper, you go, on, on paper, you bring are texting a Muslim chair. man, bring back the electric chair. Okay? It just doesn't, especially, it doesn't look good. Dude. Especially
0: before their show in, in Saudi Arabia, bring back the electric chair. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> bring uh, back the Jesus. electric chair. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so. But
1: yeah, so now it's different because they have uh, th- th- Vince. Not Vince, it's Hunter at this point. Mm-hmm. Hunter clearly knows what Edge can pull as far as a rating is concerned. Hence, but this, it, hence why, hence why, whatever
0: Edge asked for, which was uh, significantly more, but AEW than,
1: didn't want to do it.
0: But that's why WWE they, didn't offer it because he's not he's not the draw that the, uh, he's a draw. He's just not the draw. And he's a good name to have, especially if Christian is going to say, "Listen, you know, co-sign on this," because they can have a lot of stories, which is great for content. But he's not as just as noticed by the numbers I just gave you. He is not the the draw. If it was, if it was CM Punk <laughs> on a Tuesday night, you might have had a better number. Collision. We, oh. Let me. Let me. Let me let's, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm going on tangents here. Pinpoint that. Remind me that we. Get, I got to talk about that also with with Collision too. But. Your, I'm sorry, your overall thoughts with Tuesday and, and uh, what you thought of, of the product itself for
1: both. I thought it was great because they brought out the best in each other. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that during the Wednesday Night Wars because, like I said, mm-hmm. Vince didn't care. Correct. Now, Hunter sees that AEW has a little more momentum behind it, and he was like, okay, let's, let's not completely bury them. But let's just remind them who the big dick on campus is. <laughs> and Hunter and Sean reached into their pants and just flopped <laughs> their big hogs on the table and said, Beat the Undertaker, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and would... That is my final thought about <laughs> the Tuesday Night War
0: <laughs> that they had a big dong. Um... The The best part of the whole thing was if you watched the promo for NXT Tuesday <clears throat> and the lineup that they had for everybody coming out, and it just ended with The Undertaker <laughs> and his dong. <laughs> and you just, it was like, oh my God. I see what you did there. Yeah, very nice. Uh, is The Undertaker actually going to come to NXT? And <sighs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. And... I am very happy that he came out as the American badass. Mm. Obviously, I'm i a big fucking badass fan. Mm. Part of me at first was like, ah, oh, I would have liked to see The Undertaker. Like the full-blown lights go out, all mm. the full lightning and all that stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? It's probably best that he keeps that gimmick retired. And if he comes back for one-offs now because he has his whole one-man show and you actually see him talking, mm. it's best that he just returns from uh, as the Undertaker, the American Badass. It seems like it's easier for him to
0: <laughs> put on a tank put top. Motorcycle put on a the ring. Yeah, that's it.
1: It doesn't matter how long the entrance is. The American Badass can make it much quicker yes. than the Undertaker could. <laughs> Thank God.
0: <laughs> yes, we don't need, I mean, again, NXT ramp is all of five feet long, but it's still easier for him. We don't need the whole jacket and the hat and the whole thing. Just come out with a tank top and a and a pair of leather chaps
1: and, and call it a night. Um, Yeah, and then stick the microphone right in the air and fucking land a solid one on him. Yeah. <laughs> the...
0: Yeah, you know what? I, again, I I enjoyed both. Show. I thought both shows were were great. I thought uh, Tittle Tuesday was really good. I thought you know Dynamite brought it again. We had two uh, two belts uh, change hands. Uh, one of them uh, f- to the person that really wasn't supposed to be there, pulling a, a clerks. So I wasn't even supposed to be here today, uh, in in Orange Cassidy. But uh, good pull, <laughs> thanks, man. Good pull. Um, the whole Kevin Smith series, I, I love. But it, as you mentioned, it can't. Compete when you have <laughs> – and as the meme, the memes that I saw on the interwebs this week uh, clearly state, my nerddom uh, kind of uh, uh, popped a little bit when they showed the and McGregor, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you are the chosen one. It was supposed to be uh, Tony Khan with uh, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> and Cody Rhodes is now going face-to-face with
1: the company that he created. Um, I have a couple uh... – like throw away one-liners from Tuesday night that I thought were fucking hilarious that I wrote down. Sure.
0: And while you're looking for that, the, the, the video of uh, undertaker coming into Shawn Michaels office and Shawn Michaels with the, the reader glasses on, I like, go, Oh God, <laughs> just,
1: it just yeah, pains me, pains me, man. It just is so, no, depressing. I mean, it, it pained me first in Saudi Arabia when I see Shawn with no hair, like oh, that's sorry. when we all know oh, our, ch- our childhood is now Dead. officially over murdered. It was over a while ago, but now it's done. But Now it's official. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, Cody being the special guest general manager is a fucking shot across the bows
0: on um, many um, on at least two different fronts for me. One, obviously, on is, at least two different fronts is
1: AEW and, and
0: you know him being in charge against Tony Khan, and then the the history that yes. NXT has with oh, the Rhodes family. and, 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 yeah. and, and that the irony, but it just I think that's perfect booking by Shawn Michaels to have him of all people be the the general manager. Go on.
1: There was a uh, oh, and on that topic, he. I think there was a backstage segment where Cody Rhodes just looked. I I don't remember who exactly came up to him, but I remember the ending shot because remember, and everyone always remembers the end, the finisher. the finisher. Cody got done booking a match or whatever, and then oh, it was the Tony D'Angelo the, segment, the, the the bada bing, bada boom. Yes, yeah, yep. the bada bing, bada boom over the top battle royal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great name. And he just goes, booking ain't easy. <laughs> I was like, oh, yep, fuck. Yep. He said it. Also, Cody yep. Rhodes yelling at the top of his lungs, ghoul <laughs> <Yes. laughs> in that Tony D'Angelo segment yep. was fucking great. Yep. Uh, yep. And then also give me uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn reunited in any way, shape or form that possible. I'm okay good. with it. That was good. That was very cool. And he actually, give me the big strong boys.
0: He actually got to, got to speak. Bring back Pete Dunne. I know this, this whole Butch thing is is over. Just just even, yeah.
1: Because even, even even Vic Joseph said it. He's yeah. like, oh, Pete Dunne looks pretty messed up, and then kind of went away for a couple seconds, and then Booker came back, and he's like, yeah, Butch looks pretty messed up yeah. right now. <laughs> Bring back Pete Dunne. And speaking of Booker T, this just again.
0: Goes to confirm, I will stay consistent with everything I ever say on this microphone on this show. I fucking hate Booker T on commentary. I fucking hate it. It's, it's everything is. <laughs> what a slam. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Booker. You, enunciate. Vic. Shuggy-duggy. duggy Quack-quack. Now I probably, he's, he's from New Orleans. I just don't understand a word he says because he's. <laughs> it's, 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 it's and then. Oh, my God. Like. Come on, dude! Like,
1: tell me, I did not just—I did not just see that.
0: Like you did, Booker. You saw it. And if you scream into the mic, mic again, I will literally go down to Orlando and shove the microphone down your throat. You what the fuck?
1: Shout out (laughs) Booker T. Jesus, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time.
0: World champion, Hall of Famer,
1: all those two time, two time Hall of Famer.
0: Last winner of WCW era the very last winner. Uh-huh. Very last match. He will go down in history as having the final match to win the belt. He is the final WCW champion. Even if they brought that shit over to WWE, it didn't count. I fucking hate about <laughs> commentary, And I just want that, <laughs> I just want that to be known because he's just at the absolute worst. Vic Joseph is 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 great. I love him. But god, it's just
1: it's it's the 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 contrast between the two is just startling oh. how bad it is. Between you not liking Booker T and Steven not liking Corey Graves, like what the fuck? Oh, like They're Corey. both good fucking commentators. Booker T less than Corey Graves. I have more of a problem with Steven than that. I, That's I a topic for a whole. I, whole I love Corey Graves. I love, oh, Corey. I love Corey Graves too. Steven can't fucking stand him for some reason. Why is that? And How I don't know why. why. He's a fellow yinzer like him. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you meet him
0: one day, you're like, oh, I love that guy.
1: Uh, you gotta. Yeah, but if he if you ask him that, he'd be like, no, nah, I fuck him. I don't like him. <laughs>
0: You you saying you saying that you don't like him is not the reason why you don't like him. (laughs) I need an actual reason, Steven I know you listen to the show. Why don't you like Corey Graves? I just I just don't want a reason. That's all. I want to tell me why. Tell me why. I just need a reason. That's all. I'm just curious. I gave you my reason why I hate Booker T. I just can't hear him. I can't understand the words that are coming out of his mouth, and he screams at everything, and his voice is so deep that he needs to slow down and enunciate his words, or if he doesn't talk like this, you can slow down. Vince does it. If Vince can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Got the crap. Um, what else do we want to speak? Oh, you know what? I we're going to go into all things uh, Tuesday and Fastlane here, uh, but really quickly, I, again, I need to produce some sort of uh, uh, sounder for this. I have wrestling bites. From yes. two weeks ago. And right if, you, if you are new to the show or if you don't remember, my wrestling bites are basically all my thoughts while high. So I took a cruise two weeks ago and I came back.
1: And the day I came back that Sunday, uh, I had <laughs> wrestling bite number one, a lot of upside down pineapples. Don't know what it means. Don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> all these old
0: people just walking around looking all dazed and confused. Um, yeah, don't get off the cruise. For
1: so long, it's not true. That was for my older crowd. <laughs> for the, uh, I'm sure the th- they're going to be like, oh yeah, it is.
0: Um, for Sunday when we got off the cruise, I had my ex fiance pick us up, drop off my mom, and as a, a, as a payback for her picking us up from the from the port, she wanted to go to, <laughs> she wanted to go to the Broadway flea market in uh, in Times Square. And they basically just sell a bunch of Broadway show tchotchke shit that you just buy, you know, whatever from each show. And I was like, you know what? Let's go to the city. That's fine.
1: She did her thing.
0: She did her thing. And I was walking up uh, 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 Seventh Avenue. And I sent you and I sent Rob and that crew uh, the video of the large uh, uh, fake uh, uh, merchandise bus that they had. So literally 20 different cops were there. And they were all just all a bunch of banells and the uh, the, the Badas and all the crappy you know, fake bags and belts that were just li- literally just laying on the ground while everybody was getting
1: arrested. Yeah. So <laughs> Dudley and Cabin or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would buy that just for that name. Uh, <laughs> seems weird. And, it was fun- and the, the funny thing of that entire thing, while I was videoing it and I didn't get a chance to 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 get the guy saying it, I didn't know he was going to say it. <laughs> Excuse me. Some guy came over across the street and was like, "Can I just get to, to the cop? Can I just get a belt? <laughs> I, I just want to buy a belt with this bag. It's for my girl." And the cops like, "Just b- go buy a real one. It's across the street. This is store right there." <laughs> it's one of the funniest things. And there's literally cops at every every single on the ground station, air quote station of bags, and you know people screaming, people refusing to get in the cop car. They were all just getting you know confiscated and taken away. Anyway, all that to say, I went to a dispensary. While well, Lisa was doing her thing, thank God, and I, I love that I can say. Where that. was this port? The, in in Times Square.
1: Oh, Times, Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Okay. No,
0: no, I'm sorry. The port. I'm sorry. The port was in Jersey. She picked us oh, up the from Jersey. was in. The dispensary was in Times Square. Oh, yes,
1: yes. A, a legitimate dispensary You're or the... one of those fucking half-ass bodegas.
0: Uh, no, it was it was a jet. Very nice spot. So sparked it up. And then I'm walking back to Shubert Alley where the uh, the Broadway Flea was. Like maybe like five or six blocks down. And uh, you get to Shubert Alley and they're having an auction for like these playbills that are signed by all these shows and they're coming for like thousands of dollars. One Beetlejuice uh, the show Beetlejuice was signed by all the actors. The thing went for like $12,000. It was like absolutely insane. But there's a show right next to that that, that, that was letting out. It was like three o'clock. And it's uh, some like it hot, and there was an actress. There was a, you know the, the barricades there, and you wait outside. And you, they call it stage dooring, and people are waiting for autographs. And you have you know you have your playbill, and you blah blah blah. And this whole analogy is going somewhere, and it, I I pertain it to wrestling again because I'm high as hell while thinking about all all this. I'm watching this go down. I'm watching this actress, this older actress, come out. And all these young girls are standing there waiting for her, her autograph and they're all excited and they're all into it and just like, oh my god, this is great. And she, they're signing in and she's taking pictures with them. And literally the barricade is like – there's two barricades. It's maybe about a 10-foot 10, 10 wide space. And all these girls are waiting for the autographs. to get their autographs and photos. And then the security takes the barricades away and the woman just walks away. And she walks into the crowd. And again, in a Broadway flea market, nobody knows who she is. And I'm like, that's so fascinating to me that that barricade is her fame. And outside of that line, she's another person. And I take that as the same thing as when, when somebody talks about wrestling or the fame of somebody in a certain. Area like if I if I'm talking to somebody I'm trying to like get to know them and I say yeah, I'm, I'm into wrestling it's like I I I used to watch wrestling as a kid that's l- normally the line that I always get I used to watch wrestling as a kid but I, it's it's all fake but I'm like okay I'm, I'm done with you yeah like but, Hulk Hogan like, and stuff like, right yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's still around he's still a thing sure um but the 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 fame of celebrities just like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift with nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was apparently until he started dating Taylor Swift the fame is only within a certain block of space and then outside of that block unless your name is like Beyonce or Taylor Swift who's a crossover John Cena Dwayne Johnson unless you are a crossover you will stay in that realm of fame and celebrity until you step over it and then nobody knows who you are and you're just another person I just found that very just again I was being all deep and high but I found that very fascinating that she just completely like nobody knew who she was again I ironically in a Broadway con kind of situation where she just literally walked Broadway actress just got off stage and nobody knew who she was and she's just walking amongst the people Um, The Righteous are a super blatant Wyatt family ripoff
1: Uh, Paul Heyman's hair oh Oh, sure I need to time out on two things two subjects number one the similarity there would be like it would have to be like a Rey Mysterio but before he got like super famous I'm just talking Someone about with, in, in wrestling, as far as wrestling, in wrestling, L- if the wrestlers at WrestleCon or some shit like that, yes. they're going to get noticed immediately. Of course. But again, unless p- it was like Kane in the 90s where no one fucking knew what he looked like and shit like that. Mm. The boogeyman. LA Knight. boogeyman a. with no makeup. LA
0: Knight would have walked down Times Square and he was like, oh my God, that's a big guy. It's a, a pretty big guy. Nobody would know who he nah, was. No, but
1: people would have.
0: No, I'm telling you, nobody. People would have. Some people might have, but the majority of people would not know who he is. Again, we were in the middle of a Broadway flea market. An actress just got off stage. She signed autographs. People saw her sign these autographs, and that barricade went away, and nobody ran up to her. Nobody was like, oh, my God, can I get your picture photographed? Nobody. Nobody. She literally just walked off into the sunset, and that was it. And so I, I'm telling you, if, if you have somebody like <sighs> Seth Rollins could literally walk down the street and you it, be- Becky lynch might be a different story but seth rollins could walk down the street and be like oh that that guy has long hair and a, and a and a beard <laughs> like it's it we it, you have to step outside of your mindset as a wrestling fan and think about overall picture and you can fill the link with 70,000 people for wrestlemania who all are cheering rollins on to to win but outside of that arena outside of philadelphia even in philadelphia if you saw him wherever you'd be like that guy maybe look familiar i don't know who that guy is or i'm, I'm, I'm a wrestling I'm fan i know who more, that is
1: i'm thinking more wrestling fans compared to broadway fans and the respect factor is a different like it's, a,
0: it's the same they animal, have the dude. same
1: level of respect but the w, like wrestling fans are going to be like you're more likely a wrestler is more likely to get noticed than a broadway actor is I,
0: th- that is very true I I, okay. I I i agree with that i agree that's with that that's the point i was trying to make but it. i'm saying someone as even as someone who's as popular as an la Knight is right now would not get recognized
1: he's not there yet he's, he's in the middle of a, in the middle of it but your but the, your analogy was in the middle of a broadway Expo. I'm and who's
0: with another Broadway actress. I'm saying,
1: it, okay, exactly. Right. So I'm you saying, L.A. night in the middle of
0: a WrestleCon, everyone's gonna fucking crowd that's around. That's <laughs> right. Understood. But I'm saying, outside of wrestling, outside of that barricade, oh, yeah. there's no way that anybody recognizes him. And so that's that was my whole high, <laughs> while high, uh, deep mentality was like, just you you know who this person is within a certain point, and then after they step over that line, it's it's fair game. Uh, Righteous are super plain white r- family ripoffs. That was the other thing I wanted to get
1: into really quick. Please. They they were actually supposed to be, they were rumored to be brought in by Bray Wyatt to the WWE to fulfill the Wyatt six storyline. And
0: And so I believe,
1: I don't want to say they have Bray's blessing, you know, (laughs) or or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it is Bray was in contact with them before he had passed Mm -hmm. about bringing them into the WWE in some way, shape or form.
0: So they just took they just took that and were like, you know what, we were going to be there anyway. I think so they were something. doing it before. It just it's just so so rippy offy.
1: Uh, Paul Heyman's hair
0: as gray I mean, is off. Bray Wyatt
1: also blatantly ripped off fucking Waylon Mercy. So
0: this is very I mean, true. right. Well, in the beginning though he did, and then he made his own thing. The, the, he didn't rip off the fiend. <laughs> that, that was his thing. Oh no, but the Waylon Mercy thing was what got him correct to that point. Everybody rips off everybody. Uh, Paul Heyman's hair as gray is very off-putting. Um. I didn't notice it until really recently. It's like, it's just, it's, he literally just did it. Like, it wasn't like any gradual thing. He just like, went from black shoe polish well, to gray. Well, no, he just,
1: th- that's the thing. He didn't put the shoe polish in.
0: That's what I'm saying. He went from shoe polish to nothing, and now he's gray. And it's very off putting. It's just like, oh my God. And it's, I wasn't aware that that was a thing. He looks old now. He looks very old.
1: <laughs> he's so- looked the same age for 30 years, but now he looks old. <laughs> but now, now, exactly. He
0: looked younger, and <laughs> now he looks very old. Uh, speaking of Paul Heyman. Again, all these thoughts while high. I scream at the TV every time Paul Heyman calls Roman Reigns. First, he's talking into the earpiece. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, nobody picks up in one second flat. <laughs> Third, doesn't Roman Reigns just want to relax? <laughs> like he's calling him every <laughs> five seconds. Why do we have to have him call? And let, and the funny thing was that Fastlane, he, he did it again. He talked into the earpiece, call Roman Reigns yes, Roman, we have a problem. <laughs> it was literally like maybe a half a second. He was like, yes, I'm at the phone. I li- I'm literally waiting for your call, Paul. I'm going to press the button as soon as you call. It does, it does I just want to point the out the whole thing revolution.
1: Yeah. I just want to point out the evolution of the Paul Heyman cell phone gimmick. I think that's the most impressive thing. You know what? All
0: and I, I haven't thought about that, but you're very true. That is very true. Going from Zach Morris
1: up until up to this. Yeah, going from the brick to now an older iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even the new one. It's the older one. And unless
0: I'm in a car, that's my phone is plugged into the system. I've never said, "Call blah blah blah." And by the way,
1: he you should be better. He should be I saying Siri. Never said it in general. I said I said in
0: the car. I'm gonna say it now and and just get everybody's phones off. Hey uh, Siri, call Paul Heyman. No, see, and it's who? Yes, exactly. Um, I've never done that unless I'm in my car. Why is
1: it dialing Paul Newman? <laughs> i <laughs> love his dressing um yeah i have oh that's such a disrespect to paul i uh, don't paul i love him no seriously don't ever do that i love his dressing. don't I... I love his dressing too but paul newman is not good like that he was a very well respected actor first
0: butch cassidy and sundance kid one of my favorite old yes. movies of all time and i love his dressing. yeah i can i can be in both spaces
1: all right. I mean, I love his dressing too, but the first thing out of your mouth shouldn't have been, wow, great dress. I wasn't really looking to hang
0: on to Paul Newman facts, but yeah, that's when you're going through his uh, his catalog of movies. Um, if you're
1: talking about Gene Wilder movies, nobody goes, Yeah, Blazing Saddles is best. It was one of, absolutely. One of young Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean Wonka. Wonka. Sure.
0: We get down here. We got off. We Gene, got off topic. Paul Newman and Gene Wilder. Um uh the hell was my point. Um Oh yeah, so he him him calling on on a phone is makes absolutely no sense, and he doesn't say "Hey Siri" by the way. He just says "Call Roman
1: Reigns uh, TV." Anyway, you don't know he could be holding down the what you call this it. Is this is very Maybe true. Maybe he moved the the Siri button to the side button where if you hold it down, it's gonna. <laughs> I need to know that Siri. I want a whole segment. I want a whole segment of Raw dedicated to that. Give me SmackDown. I'll tell you what I don't need a whole segment for.
0: Paul Heyman shows me the settings on his phone.
1: Yeah, I do need that. What I don't need a whole segment for is uh, the one-on-one interaction between Ava Rain and Paul Heyman. You don't like the, uh, the Anonymous, what? NXT
0: Anonymous? No, I love it. So why don't you need that segment?
1: I don't need a full segment of it. I oh. just need a picture. Like, I don't need a lot. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I need very, very little when it comes to that. can
0: okay, filler, man. You need filler time. It took all of 10 seconds, but you need to fill up. The, that's his whole story, yeah. story time. So what
1: better way to go after the first ever fourth generation pro wrestling superstar in the WWE? Mm-hmm. Then? Then Ava Rand. I, I
0: know. That's what I'm saying. But you needed that, though. You needed that little like 10-second thing. To, so, so Paul Heyman, of all people,
1: talking to We're Ava. We're agreeing with each other. Moving on. My point being yes. is I don't need a full-blown thing about it oh okay but you do i need like DiJack walking in the back of the fucking <laughs> promo segment between tony d'angelo and cody Rhodes. i love it that. that's what i need yeah yeah i that's all i need i love that he goes by Dijak
0: jack now dominic dijakovic i hope you am okay over. with that i know you are <laughs> i'm perfectly okay with that now that i know, learned the damn name after you know three years and
1: he's now back in NXT. i love saying dominic dijakovic <sighs> but i will take this just just die, Jack. That's a lot to say. <laughs> That's a
0: lot to say. Uh, get, bring bring back Mace too, and uh, they can they can do uh, retribution back in uh, NXT. You
1: know, it not and change, but my lamp. <laughs>
0: uh, more more wrestling bites. Um, Rhea and Paul segment. Wrestling acting is terrible. <laughs> if we watch this level of acting on any other platform, we would never watch it again. It, it got. I, I will say this: that it got better. It got more intriguing. The more that Rhea was like, acknowledge me. Like, it, it just got progressively better. But in the beginning of that segment, God, it was so, so bad. Wrestling acting is just terrible. It's, it's terrible. And, and anybody yeah. outside of unless wrestling, unless you're The Rock or John Cena. Unless you're right. <laughs> but if you're outside of it and you watch this, you, you too would be like, what the fuck is this? Why am I watching this incredibly crappy soap opera? And wrestling fans are just like, yeah, that's, that plays. Yeah, that, this, this is all good shit. I love it.
1: That's why Stone Cold should be considered the greatest of all time. <laughs> why is that? Is because people could say, people could be like the tooth fairy, the game plan. Mm-hmm. Then you got the mummy and San Andreas. The rock has range. <laughs> he could act. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Cena go from the Marine to fucking Cut the blockers. reboot of the pacifier or some shit. <laughs> yeah, of all, of you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Nobody in the world talks about The Condemned, okay? <laughs> That's why Stone, Stone Cold uh, felt all that. Yeah, yeah. That was real for Stone Cold. Everyone else was just acting. What a movie to bring back.
0: Yeah, really. That's, that was deep for him. Yeah. And nothing. <laughs>
1: nothing and nothing came, uh, nothing.
0: AEW commercial breaks Tuesday night. Very smart to keep viewers from switching over. Uh, I know both both brands did it, but uh, I, I will give the point to AEW for creativity. In their commercial breaks, because Tony Storm, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't understand what was happening, uh, but I was watching that entire thing, and I was like, I still need to know what's happening, and by the end of each one, in Act 1 and Act 2, at the end of each one, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? But it still kept me there. I was I. I, I silent I, film. It was a silent film, but it was just awful. <laughs> but I, it still kept me there. Uh, the whole thing with Don Callis, too. It kept me there, too. I love the, the idea that they gave reasons why they couldn't speak. We <laughs> they, they didn't have time. And they, I'm doing a silent film. And it went in parallel with the commercial in uh, Picture in Picture. I thought that was genius. Um, the, let's see if I can pronounce it. Roll the this.
1: picture. Roll the picture. <laughs> it's a,
0: Lyra Valkyria. Volker, That's it. Lyra Valkyria. I got it. Becky Lynch. Hey. Volcaria, Volcaria, Volcaria. Nope, Volcaria. That's it. (laughs) Lyra Volcaria. Lyra Volcaria.
1: Lyra Val. Val Val Val. Volcaria. Nope. Yes, yes, it is. It's not the flight of the Valkyries. I I I spelled it out. I phonetically
0: spelled it out. Val V O L Volcaria. That's not true. Okay, fine. Uh, her her uh, promo with Becky Lynch. Lyra. Um. I put promo video was one of the best intro to story videos I've seen, in that you, had, you can have no idea what's going on, which I, I had no clue, but the fact that they showed in this video of 30 seconds that Becky Lynch was teaching her, teaching Lyra, uh, how to wrestle in, in the, uh, in the uh, PC, and now mm. it's come full circle to this, and they're both from the same area in, in Ireland, I thought that was very well done, and good storytelling. Again, people, are, you have new eyes on the product, and you're trying to get, uh, people back in, like, like me. That I just thought that whole promo was great. And last but not least, I, go ahead. Yes, go ahead.
1: No, it was just something about I saw the they did a picture about the new four horsewomen of the WWE. Okay. Not really, but it was like comparing the old four, the four horsewomen of of the WWE to like the new age wrestlers. Sure. And it was like, uh, Tiffany Stratton, Roxanne. Lyra valkyria and then there was one more who am i missing out of those sasha that was it was the sasha equivalent i forgot but you get my point it's like there's this whole new crop of women who are kind of emulating the people who went before them mm. and it made me feel really old to think that oh these these children were were watching wrestling when when i was watching like when I first got into NXT and watched Sasha and Bailey tear up the fucking Barclays Center, I yep. go, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> that, that made me feel fucking old as shit.
0: But you might, but the the, the fun part of it, but only it imagine it, how you feel. What? Ah, hi, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> the best part about that would be is if you got in, like everybody got in with LA Knight. If you get in on the ground floor, when you see the 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 four horse women of NXT, and you're there for those Brooklyn Knights, if you if they can bring that shit back then NXT can, can come back and yeah. be as good as it was. Uh, my last nugget. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of this one. Pat McAfee has a very unfortunate hashtag, hashtag for his show. Do you know what that hashtag is? Hashtag PMS. Hashtag PMS Live. They couldn't just yep. add that T on the front there. and it's, it, did he, I think he just knew what he was doing. What? Calling, calling it PMS Live.
1: Well, that's the name of his it. show. It's the Pat McAfee Show.
0: The Pat McAfee Show. TP no. TPMS
1: live. No, see, you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it too literally. It's hashtag. You got to P... think about in accordance to football, right? PMS when someone live. No, no, no. I'm not going with the, I'm not going with PMS. I'm going. I'm going with the the. the uh huh. Right. What's one of the most hated fan bases in all of college football? Gee, I don't know. The Ohio State no. University. Yes, as
0: they try to trademark the. <laughs>
1: Yes, the uh, Ohio State, and it's not Ohio State. If you call, if you know anybody that has gone there, it's the Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. Now, am I grasping at straws with this? Absolutely, but it's to? probably why he didn't want to go with the TP <laughs> PMS
0: <laughs> PMS live.
1: I just found that very. Funny. I mean, I'm
0: at the gym watching it. yesterday. this this one actually I wasn't I. I was at the gym, and I <laughs> see on the TV. I'm like, that just seems funny it's very funny to me but it's very odd <laughs> <laughs> it's pms live anyway those are my wrestling bites let's get to more talky talk about stuff here and then we'll talk about fast lane uh tony khan uh, went after vince mcmahon after uh the ratings came out nxt beating uh uh aw um a fan on twitter on x Noted that Vince McMahon has the power and influence to take shots at his competition, adding that he has the right. Tony Khan replied to the fan, stating that Vince McMahon has allegedly used his power and influence to shoot a lot of shots. He goes, yes, Vince has allegedly used his power and influence to shoot a lot of shots. Um, Okay. Yeah. The sky is blue. (laughs) Uh, Something else new? I know. I know. Uh let's see, Finn Balor takes aim at Adam Copeland after NXT beat AEW. Uh especially with the the whole uh, I did like the the Christian Cage um uh uh whole thing with trying to dress people up and what was what was the line he said you trying to dress people up in and um Oh fuck. Now people are just going to cosplay something like something, that. Yeah, something like that for referring to uh, Judgment Day
1: and, and and Adam's time. Oh yeah, you try to dress people up and try to be their leader. And try to be their leader. Thank you very much. I'm not. I'm not their leader. <laughs> I'm their father. I'm, their father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Christian Cage. It's the best thing that
0: they have going on right now. It's literally why he's he's main eventing uh, pay per views because he's just he's the absolute best thing. Um, uh, so Finn Balor said. Uh, uh behind behind every great group there's a great mommy. I, I happy birthday to Rhea Ripley. Um and then you show it he <laughs> goes in the tweet, it's behind every group is a great mommy. Happy birthday at Rhea Ripley underscore WWE and the photo that they use is the judgment day standing over Edge. Oh bang shots, bang shots fired. Um Shots fired. More stuff here. WWE's current plan for war games. At Survivor Series. Uh, No big surprise. It's uh, November 25th. Excuse me. Allstate Arena in Chicago. Uh, According to Ringside News, uh, they exclusively reported that War Games would be booked in Chicago and that CM Punk is not a part of it. So get that out of your head. uh, Because the company had made it crystal clear that there is no interest in him anymore. There's that. Yikes. Uh, At this point. Uh, Sean Sapp uh, for Fightful Selects uh, said that at this point it is heavily implied that Judgment Day will be placed in the War Games match. Um, I got to tell you, being there last year was incredible. I I loved. Oh, I forgot you went last year. Yeah, in in Boston, uh, that was awesome. Uh, and if <laughs> take a trip to Chicago, I I highly recommend it because um, Chicago is an awesome city and. War Games was incredible. So that's one of the I one of my favorite pay per views now is Survivor Series just because of War Games. Uh yeah. let's see here. Uh talked about ratings. 900,000 for their episode, NXT. Uh meanwhile, AEW had two titled uh uh change hands, two titles change hands. I mentioned that earlier. We'll get to that. Let's just get to that right now. Uh Tittle Tuesday. Uh the uh uh ba 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 Buy-in with Eddie Kingston taking on uh, Minoru Suzuki. Um,
1: the fact that they put it on the buy-in is criminal. I think it's weak. Such with the weak. Yeah, you didn't need to put that on the buy-in. That's such a good match.
0: With the weak, weak sauce. Uh, Kingston hit the Northern Lights bomb and, uh, and pin Suzuki to retain the title. Um, we had uh, Tony Khan make an appearance backstage advising John Moxley he has not been medically cleared. Hence why we had the new uh, match we'll just talk about in a second. Christian Cage in the production truck um, starting off Dynamite uh, in, in the truck there. I thought that was that was great. Uh, explaining that in, in the main event, my right hand of destruction is going to end the run of Adam Copeland before it even gets started. But before the match, I may have to walk out and elaborate on those three words I left you hanging with last week. Um, which Kudos to you, he did say.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. you by any chance have a sound bite for me? I
0: don't. He did go say nah you fuck. He did he did say that word. Yes. He did say he did say go fuck yourself. Um and so I I retract my last week's statement. Uh, you were right, I was wrong. Vindication. Vindication. Uh, as the face of TNT, the face of Warner Brothers Discovery, I've produced the 30, the first 30 minutes of Dynamite commercial free. You're welcome. Now start this show. Christian Cage is a gem. Uh, first uh match, no more contenders match for the TNT Championship with Swerve Strickland taking on the American Dragon Brian Danielson, and there was a shot also of uh, uh Adam Copeland, Brian Danielson, and Soraya. They took a shot before the the uh, before Dynamite went to air. Like wow, this is, this is,
1: cool, surreal in a sense.
0: It is very weird, and apparently not enough for for AW to uh, continue uh, you know, having any kind of dominance. Um, Do you also
1: kind of, what's the term I'm looking for? Did your butthole also clench when about, you see them taking a big bump? I'm sorry, what?
0: Uh, which one are you talking about? in particular
1: all three of them oh yeah sarea brian daniel uh brian danielson and adam Cohen. more so brian danielson
0: because he seems like he's the one that takes the most risks now he just broke his arm he has a bro- he had a broken neck like he, he's he's still going in as if like he's oh he, yeah he's young Dan- as if
1: he's on the last year of his career as if his name is <laughs> eh, right eh,
0: right well as if his name is daniel bryan
1: like, like he's just going in as if he doesn't care or if his name is Brian Danielson in Ring of Honor. Oh, there you go. Right.
0: <laughs> the dragon that's American. Um, I, I will at some point literally also I put that in the Wrestling Nuggets too while high watching uh, Dynamite trying to practice the, the Prince Nana dance and the, you know, have the, the arm up in the air.
1: Doing like oh, the, he added a new
0: one to it. Uh, yeah. He has like the, 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 the two arm f- fist pump hump in the air.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The typical New York beat when you're sitting down and you hear a rap song. Yes, and I swerve when I drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's an underrated banger. It
0: really is, and he, he, that dance that he does just makes it all all the better. Um, I thought swerve. I really thought that swerve was going to get this push, especially after after beating Hangman.
1: Uh, but not I the think case. he still is. But I think it's the the story with Hangman that's the concern. Mm. Hangman cost him. You know what I mean? He cost them that match.
0: This is true. Right. So it's so still right. They're still hanging on to that storyline. Yes. Hangman yeah. Hangman costs sort of the match. Uh, Danielson gets the win, and he moves on into the uh, TNT title picture. Um, showed Samoa Joe, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs uh, taking on Chris Jericho with Don Callis, and apparently Chris Jericho getting beat up so much, and the ice pack did not help his neck that he had to be taken to a local medical facility. Uh, with internal injuries, internal injuries that powerhouse Hobbs uh, inflicted on him. I did not know. When, when did powerhouse Hobbs get teamed up with Don Callis? Was that a new thing as of dynamite? Yes. OK, just yeah. make sure that I didn't miss like a collision or a, a rampage or dynamite dark or that.
1: No, uh, but now that Hobbs is with Don Callis, I wouldn't exactly mind it if C.J. Perry was like the manager of all of them. You Wait, know what I mean? There's Don Callis uh Don Callis would be like the boss of the family. Mm. And then I want CJ Perry to be like the consigliere. You know what I mean? I got you. Okay. And then and then Miro finally shows up on Dynamite and
0: not not just Collision and uh tries to yeah. get her back. I, I don't know. It's a very weird storyline that they they've I understand that he's he's broken off from her in, in storytelling. But they, we're, again, We're going to get to collision in a second
1: um, Can we just be honest when We saw CJ Perry go after Hobbs We go we had flashbacks to Bobby Lashley We go we, I can't do this again They're
0: going to have a marriage storyline in like two weeks <laughs> he's, he's Yeah gonna, I can't do it again He's going to marry Lana and it's just going to be a whole thing And there's Rusev it's so weird uh, By the way
1: have they even called her CJ Perry I don't or Are they we... still referring to her as Miro's fle- Hot flexible nah, wife, wife. <laughs> Alright cool I'm okay with that uh, well, she is. Um, the uh, The footage
0: from Roger Strong. Uh,
1: I too out? would be referring to my wife as a hot, flexible wife. If you had, C.J. and C.J. nothing else, it's CJ Perry. Yeah, hot, flexible wife. Yeah, I'm sure at some point. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Miro and this is my hot flexible wife. What's her name? What's There's no need to know. She's a very hot and flexible woman. She's though. you can call her you can call her HFW. All right, just just give her. give it.
0: That's that's a t-shirt right there. HFW. Uh Roger Strong with one the... letter
1: off from GFY. Two letters yes.
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> Get your letters right, damn it. Uh Roger Strong
0: And his uh, backyard uh, shenanigans and and all that stuff. And he's (laughs) having, literally having uh, Adam Cole with a legit broken foot cut his grass. I thought that was very funny. Adam! Adam! I have one more thing. And then apparently the the, the cliffhanger for next week. There's one more thing to do
1: (laughs) around the house. Can I tell you what I appreciated about that? Please. Uh, Adam. I almost said Michael Cole. Adam Cole had this one tiny little line in that segment that would come back as a as a pseudo easter egg in the mjf segment Mm. where he just threw it out there because it was first happened the adam cole segment with with roddy excuse me Mm. and adam cole was listening off all these things like you got me doing all this you got me blah 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 blah." and he's like there isn't even any cell service out here why can't i get any cell service Mm. And I go, that's interesting. Why would you out of nowhere just mention the cell service? <laughs> that makes no sense.
0: Mm, just try to get a hold of.
1: Them. And then in the MJF backstage, at well, we need to talk about Juice Robinson. Mm. Don't let me forget that. Sure, we're getting to it. After all that, MJF was on the phone, and Cole picked up, presumably because he left or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he maybe found some cell service, but then lost it again. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I can't hear you. I just thought that was. Top-notch storytelling.
0: <laughs> it's it's all it all makes sense. It all, oh yeah, it's just top.
1: one little thing that you have to put in there to not go. They if if Cole never mentioned the cell service, it would make no sense. But he did. It would it would have made it seem like Cole was avoiding Max, right? But he wasn't.
0: Exactly, he legit was trying to be there for him, and while doing yeah. all this nonsense for Roderick. Yes, storytelling
1: was, was Cole was just trying to be there for everybody, and let me tell you something. I can relate. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's very deep. We can
0: talk about that later. Uh, Ray Phoenix taking we on Orange it. <laughs> Cassidy. I, really I just want... push
1: it down. I really want to talk bottle about... it up. I think put uh, it on a shelf after we talk Hopefully about that shelf doesn't break. <laughs> it's very weighted. Uh, we'll talk about. Uh, I'm going to try to
0: remember that later on. Ray Phoenix taking on Orange Cassidy for the. I C belt. That doesn't work. Uh, I mean, it, it, is, it is the IC belt. But the International The ITNL belt. The, IT, the, the Intel belt. Uh, the international what was it called before that? Do the, you uh, remember? Uh, All Atlantic.
1: There we go. The All Atlantic. All Atlantic. I totally forgot.
0: International Championship. Um, and this was supposed to be the match with John Moxley taking on Rafi Nex uh, to make up for their Grand Slam uh, debacle. And I'm assuming that John Moxley was supposed to get the belt back because he was never supposed to lose it at Grand Slam. Um, Presumably, no, I don't know. According to several reports, he was supposed to retain, Um, and then that's yeah, yeah, he was supposed to retain, and that's when Moxley made the uh, the audible uh, on the mat and uh, had had Phoenix win the belt Uh, because he. So Moxley made that audible while concussed. That's that's some. that's some like Bully Ray shit. Like, I'm just an autopilot. I just need to get this done. Oh, uh, when he shattered his ankle? He sh- shattered, or uh, no, when he, uh, he fell off the ladder in the ladder match at
1: TLC. Oh, uh, right. And Jericho had to carry him, through the, like, like him, yeah, him through the match. Basically, he's like, Yeah,
0: talking through the match.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Where am I? The, the craziest Bully Ray thing was that one of his first matches ever right before the match i believe it was bam bam bigelow Mm. like he was tying up his shoes and then bam bam comes over to him and he goes you need to make those way tighter like you're a big man you need to have full ankle support wrap it do whatever you got to do in that match bully ray completely shattered his ankle Mm. and he finished that entire match just because the shoes and the tape Holy held God. his ankle in place. All together. Isn't that some scary shit? That's <laughs> just like, God. it's terrifying. That is terrible Tommy Dreamer got stabbed recently. You know that, right? I did not know that. Yeah, he felt like he was in a match and he fell onto a trash can. Oh, God. But he fell on the wrong part of it. And then when he got up, he's like, ah, oh, that hurts a little bit. And he just sees a shard hanging out of his Uh-oh. stomach. And he's like, oh, my God. or wherever it was his Uh, leg i don't know i forgot i feel like i would have remembered his leg i'm pretty sure it was his stomach and then he just took it out or his opponent took it out and he goes all right good it's not through (laughs) he was just gushing through and through that those exes is getting thrown up and you go into the hospital as soon as possible i need to finish the match
0: (laughs) (laughs) you have a you have metal sticking out your skin god
1: Anyway, these wrestlers, man, wrestlers
0: just go. Um, that was the story of uh, who was the. I, I just I was listening to to uh, Greeny yesterday on ESPN New York. Um, uh, they were talking about has he cut his Willie off for the New York Jets yet or no? Uh, <laughs> he, he, well, he's he's starting to get a little a little hard on for uh, Zach Wilson after the last two games. Um, really, I forgot. I just, why am I drawing a blank? Everybody's got right. brain
1: farts. It happens to the best of us. He was telling
0: a story about this this football player who, and I'll get it by the end of the show, Uh football player who basically broke his finger and they said that. Either- Bryant
1: Young. No. San Francisco 49ers NFC Championship game. He broke his finger and he went into the back Not and they looked sure. at his finger and they go, if you, we, we can do one of two things, or this is the only thing we can do. We need to amputate your finger or, or we need to completely break your finger and then realign it and all that stuff. And he the only thing he said was take it off. Ronnie Lott. He's like, if if who? Ronnie Lott. Was it Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott. <laughs> I got my Niners mixed up. That's on me. <laughs> that is on you. Bryant true. Young, Bryant all right. This is uh, this is where I got mixed up. Bryant Young was the one that they carried off the field sure. in celebration because mm-hmm. he made that my bad. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Lott. Ronnie they Lott. said just cut off the finger. <laughs> yeah. And they and then he regrets it to this day.
0: I should just. Yeah. I should have just had it. Had him like put it back on because. You know what he doesn't regret? Yeah. That fucking Super Bowl. That's that that Super Bowl won that <laughs> But you have one less finger to put that ring on.
1: Anyway, uh, Orange Cassidy is. You know now. what the most recent jersey I was ever gifted was? What's that? Ronnie Lot number forty two. Ronnie Lott. Did you have to cut off a finger to get that jersey? No. No, yeah. I just asked really nicely for Christmas. Amputated toe. <laughs> Uh, Ray Phoenix against Orange Dude, Cassidy. Don't do that. That's my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> to amputate a toe, <laughs> to get anything amputated, anything cut off. My grandfather had to have a foot amputated and his brother because of diabetes. Just don't get it's diabetes. Legitimately, my worst nightmare. Don't get diabetes. Uh,
0: international championship Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. <laughs> and this is the match that John Moxley should have won the belt. He was not there, wasn't medically cleared. Orange Cassidy is now, once again, your international champion, which I found very funny that he went through all this time, basically as they they deem it to be, their their best champion ever. He made the international championship a thing, and to lose it just to get it back. So now we have the reign of Orange Cassidy with the belt again, and I'm not mad at it. I, I thought he was great with the belt. I thought he, he was an awesome defending champion for that belt. And so we're, we're back with Orange Cassidy, and who knows? Maybe John Moxley will <laughs> fight him again, beat him again, and then we'll get the belt back on John Moxley. Um Wardlow versus uh, Evan Bourne, I mean Matt Seidel, that was a squash, Wardlow wins, uh, uh, the, the backstage medical update with Chris Jericho with ice on his neck, and, uh, which I don't know what that had to do with internal injuries, moving on, uh, Switchblade Jay White taking on Hangman, Adam Page, and the full circle happened when uh, Prince Na 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 interfered, and uh, Jay White gets the win, but that's not the story here, because Jay White does have the Triple B belt, and who had to come out but MJF to get his belt back. And that led to one Juice Robinson with one of the most biting, cutting promos. Uh, if, and if you know, you know. Do you want to take it from here?
1: I do. Okay. Uh, about when did that pro- when did Max first do that promo? About him getting beat up with the rollercoaster. This
0: was... Or he got
1: beat up and then the roller rollercoaster was thrown was
0: at him. Was thrown at him, right. This was when the beginning of his face turn. Um, this was a couple months ago.
1: All right, so about a couple months ago. We, we talk about being Bully a, Ray, a Jew boy and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Bully Ray. I'm, I'm convinced mm-hmm. that the powers that be at AEW sure. listen to every single busted open show okay there have been so many times Mm. that i would listen to something on busted open and then legitimately two weeks three weeks later it's playing out exactly the way they laid it out okay and i go that's just too interesting Mm. a couple months ago bully ray right after mjf uh did that promo. Bully Ray came on and said the best way to get a heel over against MJF and make him the true baby face is to bring out like beat him up with a roll of quarters and do it that way. You got to call back to something that yes. is something very deep in MJF's heart Yes, that he very clearly remembers to this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And. As an added bonus, this is my personal opinion. As an added touch, Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to put it. Okay. As an added piece, it'll bring eyes to the product, whether good or bad, because of the racial uh, undertones to it. Correct. So juice Robinson cuts this fucking scathing promo about he's gonna beat the shit out of MJF and then whips out a roll of quarters Mm -hmm. that say Friedman on it Mm -hmm. and says I'm gonna throw these at you as soon as I'm done and then Max just gets all sorts of heated and I I don't condone any type of hate crimes whatsoever but this is wrestling and that was awesome (laughs) That was awesome.
0: He said, quote, and let us do this really quick. MJF, before you leave, I heard through the grapevine that next week there was a dynamite, diamond, dozen battle battle royal, these names, for a chance to win that stupid ring that you care about so much. So throw my name in because I'm going to win that battle royal. I'm going to win that ring, and we're going to take away everything you love. And I've got a roll of quarters here with your name on it. Literally, did. So after we ruin your life, I'm going to, and then MJF cut him off. uh, Hey, you come at me with that roll of quarters. I'm going to end your life. And he threw the mic down and basically broke that mic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as hard as you possibly could and that was the end of the segment um it was a, it was give a good me one. that please that was a good one
1: though that was a good segment. that was a good uh promo o- overall um i take juice robinson's promo o- over anything jay white said because i don't remember anything jay white said
0: yeah no the, the juice robinson part was was actually the <laughs> the, the, the 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 crawl there uh yeah. saraya and he hikaru Shida. Uh, for the women's world championship, and uh, one of the the two belts that got switched over, so we had a new champion, George Cassidy, and mm, a yeah, little bit, a little bit shock. Uh, I did, right? I did like that uh, after all the Tony Storm commercial break nonsense, she came out with a shoe, <laughs> and peed up on uh, Ruby Soho, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll take a sh- I'll take shock for for Sheeta with that win, um, uh, but we have, we have our first three time. AEW Women's Champion, so congratulations to Hikaru Shida. Um, Who was the first two-time? Was it... I think it was her, no?
1: Brit? Or was it Shida? I think it was no. Shida. Yeah, it was Shida. Shida was the third champion. Right. Right? With Riho, Nyla, Shida. Mm-hmm. Brit. Brit. Then it went Shida again? No. No, we had a Thunder I think Rosa. Britt might have been the first two times. Thunder Rosa was in there. Thunder Rosa. Britt's only
0: won it once. She hasn't won it twice. Really? Yeah. She's only she only once.
1: Um, Tony
0: Storm. Tony Storm's twice. She's the first twice. I'm sorry. Yes. You're right. She's the first. She's two time. the first two times. And then she does the first three times. Glad, yeah. glad we got
1: that. All right. Away. Good. We clarified that. Thank you very much.
0: Next. Facts. <laughs> Facts matter. Uh, Renee talking to uh, MGF backstage. The whole thing with the 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 phone thing, as as we mentioned before, came full circle again. Good storytelling, and then Max Castor coming over to MJF, offering help, and uh, Daddy talk asks, about
1: long term storytelling. That is long term storytelling.
0: That's that's Twitter storytelling. That's not even like on TV storytelling. That is social media storytelling that he's bringing in, and then the main event with the Rated R superstar Edge, Adam Copeland, uh, taking on Luchasaurus, with Christian Cage sitting at the ramp, and uh, Christian Cage in the in, first though in the ring talking smack about Beth Phoenix and how uh lyric and the other one will now have a new dad <laughs> in Christian cage and uh, Adam Copeland. You think, you know him. And before even that part came out, you saw him running down and the uh, uh, Christian cage is running out of the, out of the ring and setting up a chair, setting up a chair at the, at the top of the ramp. Um, and uh, this one had the, the 10 minute go over because you know, Tuesday nights Uh
1: because Ooh. NXT had that eight minute go over,
0: <laughs> all this go over stuff. Um, Nick Wayne uh, chop blocking Adam Copeland, Danielson getting involved. There's, the whole the whole last part of this was just a was such a shit show, and it was it was glorious. Uh, mogul Embassy came down uh to brawl with with Hangman, uh, Swerve getting involved as well uh, with with uh, uh Embassy Copeland spearing Nick Wayne, Danielson applying the label lock on Christian Cage. Uh cage tapping, Edge getting the win on Luchasaurus. Um it was good. It was uh, dynamite was really, really, really good for a Wednesday for a Wednesday dynamite. Normally it's a dynamite because AEW puts on a good show. Yeah, went against though this monster. And I'm gonna go in order here really quick um with uh Fastlane and then go into NXT. So uh Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes defeating Judgment Day. To become the new tag team champions and Jey J- Uso now having the belts again with somebody else. And shout out to the, uh, the, um, the presser at the end after everything was said and done. Because I love seeing a drunk be drunk. Embrace your drunkness. They were both drunk. They were both drunk. But you know, Jey Uso's had a past with being drunk. And so we now know. seeing that on TV play out in real time chef's kiss it was the funny shit. also
1: so funny best way to do it is to put him with the most probably responsible person there at this point
0: and he wasn't because he was drunk as well uh,
1: <laughs> they report us like he said reporters
0: like you're gonna be may have had a libation a or libation two. or two the reporter uh I, you're gonna be at nxt this tuesday i am <laughs> <It's> absolutely <laughs> absolutely ye- incredible ye- 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 another crowd shouting yeet at cody Rhodes on nxt just absolutely amazing uh so we have we have new champions. Um uh, uh uh LWO taking on uh the Street Profits uh just by themselves. It was it was Rey Mysterio and um Oh good lord, why can't I remember names? Santos Escobar. Thank and let
1: you me very do much. this, please. Let, let me let me do this, please. <laughs> I spit in the face. Of people who don't want to be cool. And then, <laughs> some yeah, it wasn't their music. And then some bullshit fucking music some we got for Carlito's entrance. Bullshit
0: music. Anyway, Uh, Carlito for three quarters of the match was not around at all. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, let me decide to run out now. And it was Carlito. It's a long fly from Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> he was under contract for the last couple of months. He could have been there. Uh, Carlito's there and uh, makes a save. And he's now the new part of the LWO. I, I popped for that one. Um, Then we get... uh. We get the limousine come in and Jay Cargill in the most uh, Space Mountain futuristic fuck- fuckable outfit I've ever seen. Good for her. Um, so she's in EOSky taking on Charlotte Flair, taking on Asuka for the women's championship. Um, uh, she needed this win. She had to have this win. Yeah. It's, it's, everybody's bitching and moaning online about EOSky. Um, she doesn't get enough play because it's really Bailey's group, and she's a champion in this in Bailey's group, and so she needed to have this separation, and she got the pin on Charlotte Flair. And if you notice, that didn't happen to Oscar, so there's definitely gonna be some sort of Io Sky Oscar thing for the belt. Uh, John Bailey
1: is officially my favorite women's wrestler. Bailey, as of right now, yeah, really, yep. Why is that? Uh, bang bang, Niner gang. That's why. Gotcha. Uh,
0: well, of course. There you go. Got it. Niners, Niners. By the way, I'm over fifteen hundred dollars in in Niners wins. So you know what? Kudos to your team. Uh, cool. John Cena. Send some this way if you want to. Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, donations are always open. Always open. John Cena and La Knight taking on <laughs> John <the Bloodline>.
1: Chana!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, John Cena, uh, and La Knight taking on the Bloodline, and. Michael Cole just giving the 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 hints in the beginning. <laughs> Imagine if if uh, if uh, Jimmy gets pinned. Because again, I don't understand what's going on with Jimmy Uso and his storyline. But damn it, he's funny. And Jimmy getting pins here, just uh, exactly what Cole said. Imagine if he gets pinned, and he did. And John Cena and LA Knight get the win. And so tomorrow night on SmackDown, the return of Roman Reigns. Who again, this 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 title reign, it should be paused. <laughs> there should be a pause in 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 this title reign. He's been off for two months. It, these days should not count. Um have yeah, that match. And then the you main event. It absolutely
1: count. F- for him
0: doing what? Sitting at home? Not not competing? Yes. No, absolutely not.
1: He is the undisputed. Well, he is, the disputed, he is the disputed universal <laughs> heavyweight champion.
0: I, I'm not de- I'm not de- denying that. I'm denying the fact that this reign of thousand days or whatever it is, there has to be a caveat. There has to be like a stop. You have to, there has to be a time when you compete. And if you don't compete, then the, the, the time stops until you get back.
1: Let me ask you this. Sure. You go to the gym, right? I try to. You work out. At least three or four times. You, time you time press a little sure. button on your Apple Watch. Sure. Right? Yeah. Traditional strength training. I turn it on. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in the elliptical, you press that one. Pause it and then put it into workout mode. Sure. Let's say you put the traditional strength training one on I, it, right? I do that all the time. Yeah. You pause it in between every set when you're just taking a break. You are like this comparison or if is you're the, moving between machines, the most bullshit comparison or if I've you're ever putting heard in my more entire. fucking pa- more more weight on the bench.
0: The difference being is that I work out more than he's, he shows up at WWE.
1: Uh, but I would say he does more work. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't even keep a straight face. Your own line, you couldn't even keep a straight face on your own line.
0: You're, you're, <laughs> you're full of shit. Full. <laughs> nice try. Uh, and then Seth Rollins <laughs> taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event. Uh, falls count anywhere. And whoa, what a fucking banger of a match. Um, I Again, I would have... I would have taken Nakamura to to win this, but the the dramatic end to this outside the ring on on the uh, the the stage padding where they had all over the ring, by the way, um, for all these falls that that Seth Rollins took with his broken back, uh, and the, the 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 nastiest spill probably of of the entire weekend was Seth Rollins on the on the bare floor taking that that uh, backdrop, and I cringed hard. My but that was my butthole clenched on that one
1: it's like good god he's
0: literally gonna break his back on that
1: um you know what made my butthole unclench what's that when i saw the different uh like a uh screenshot like a picture Mm -hmm. of the angle that wasn't in camera view okay landed on a mattress on the other spot the one where he fell from oh
0: right no no he fell on the mattress for that one that's yeah he had to come on but i'm saying that oh I'm talking about. I apologize. The, I'm I got talking my about, spot fixed up. Yes. The spot where he ripped the, the padding off the floor and then he did the yeah. backdrop. And yeah, that looked like That's on me. Nakamura uh, down for the 10 count and Seth Rollins retains. And we still have a champion in Seth Rollins. Fast lane, very good. I uh, enjoyed it immensely. Thoughts?
1: I loved it. Anything, absolutely anything mm. to put a Carlito and a Pam Agafi appearance, I'm in. Yeah, the fact loved that you, every second of it. Pat I, McAfee may be one of the most, like, the hardest working man in sports and 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 entertainment. I need to shout, need to shout you out for
0: saying that Pat McAfee would be the part of uh, the member of LWO. And I'm like,
1: yeah. Listen, you, I may have gotten ahead of myself on that
0: I one. I think you just love Pat McAfee so much that you just would want him in any faction whatsoever. And listen, that, that makes I'm absolutely a no fan. sense. That would make no sense. I'm whatsoever. a fan. You'd put you put Pat McAfee in the uh, in the the four horsewomen like that's how much you love Pat McAfee. Like it's like there's Bailey and and Charlotte and there's Pat. Like why is he there? Because
1: Joe is mouthpiece. Joe deemed it. So
0: uh and then
1: to NXT I wasn't wrong on my Pat McAfee surprise though. Uh That was the point.
0: I mean he was there. It wasn't he wasn't even there. <laughs> like he was he was video packaging
1: in the What do you mean? In the arena. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh okay, NXT. <laughs> well. He cut a promo in the middle of the ring and then introduced John Cena and then went on commentary for that entire match.
0: I'm not ta- I'm talking about, uh, oh, I'll right sorry, for Fastlane. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Right. Never mind. Jeez.
0: And, and I, totally I quote, <laughs> you
1: think I was going to let you yeah. guys come to my city totally and not show up? Totally forgot about that. And then he
0: introduced John Cena. Got it. Right. You're totally right. Yeah. You're totally right. Uh, NXT, uh, Oscar defeating Roxanne Perez. Uh the Brawling Brutes defeating uh Tyler Bate. Uh Tyler Bate defeating uh Gallus in a public rules match. Uh nice job to Pete Dunn getting involved in that one. Um the NXT champion Ilya Dragunov taking on Dirty Dom with oh whoa. Uh, Yeah. Uh with all of Judgment <laughs> Day involved. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Um they yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, did it. They did it. Um See how uh, Paul Heyman was in the building. the 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 promo for uh, uh, for uh, Pillman becoming a king. I thought that was actually a good one. I, the the beard though was very disturbing. The beard and hair were all kinds of disturbing for that one.
1: But, I like the hair because it shows the craziness and it it gives the callback to his dad kind of. So he's going to go by Lexis King uh, now. Um, yes. yes. So, but I would appreciate it if at one point he did pull out a fucking pistol. Like that would now that's a callback.
0: <laughs> way way to call that back, Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Stone Cold comes in the room and then uh, it goes, it fades to black. By um, the way,
1: that's the, if they have another NXT versus AEW night, you, you bring stone, back, you... <laughs> you bring back the rattlesnake.
0: <laughs> that would and be you amazing. Have fucking, you
1: have the same thing you had. It can't be a gun though. At the end of that, can't at be the end gun. of NXT on Tuesday with Braun and the Undertaker, you have it with Stone Cold and a gun. <laughs>
0: can't have a gun gun. (laughs) (laughs) you can't have a gun (laughs) you can have like have like a weapon or something just can't be a gun (laughs) the 90s were crazy uh yeah. So Dirty Dominic getting the loss. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive, man. We could have break and by the way, uh the break ins, huge, huge thing for WWE. <laughs> that was a, that was like their staple was the was house break ins from nineteen 1990- oh, that went all
1: the way to the early two thousands. I was gonna
0: say went from ninety six till you know, Randy Orton getting involved in that whole shit. Early two thousands, uh 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 Ruthless Aggression era. That was was so that was even the too. late two
1: thousands, Randy Orton. Because I had already gotten back into wrestling by then, that might have been like that was like mid mid two
0: thousands was was uh, the Orton uh, mid early two thousands was the early there was the Orton breakins, <laughs> sure, <laughs> pretty sure. I mean, we also had a two with freaking uh, Dominic and uh, and Ray before their WrestleMania they had a house break-in. That's not a break in if it's your own house, <laughs> but your
1: mom's saying get out, you're breaking into my house, get out, you don't belong here, you're not welcome here. Yeah, but but his dad was saying stay. And that's the patriarch, so you gotta listen. Uh, apparently the boss had to get out, so the boss speaks. Uh oh, Vince? Yeah. <laughs>
0: this is a good shit. Ilya with the uh with the win on the on against Dirty Dom, despite all of uh, uh judgment day being there, <laughs> Trick Williams catching uh Rhea Ripley after the the wild swing of the belt. Um, and at
1: that moment in time we all wish we were Trick Williams. Oh my god. That's so just so amazing. Imagine just catching her. I I, mean, I would just probably drop because she's very large.
0: Uh, let's see here. Lola Vice. Can I say also, by the way, probably my new favorite group of all time here <laughs> until I find another metaphor. one metaphor. Uh, Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Oh, that one. Man, you just getting on the Lola
1: Vice train now? Shit. I'm just
0: getting on back on the NXT train now. And Lola Vice is happy to be there.
1: Uh, and- Lola Vice, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. is former MMA star. Valerie Lareda. Oh, see, she got nuggets. Hella popular because she had the finest ass in all of combat sports. Well,
0: good on her because she has the finest ass now in NXT.
1: Yeah, if not for Electro Lopez, I believe she's the first ever Cuban American WWE superstar. Really. Something like that.
0: How was that, that a thing? Cuban-American, really? Okay. Yeah, because
1: yeah. you got to remember back then, you weren't allowed to leave Cuba. So it's now all their kids who are going to be able to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> She's the <a> trailblazer. <laughs> uh,
0: by the way, uh, to, to Danny Palmer, I, you know, Lola Vice and Danny Palmer, this breakout tournament. Yeah, also oof. Also oof. Also very oof. But yeah, this match was actually really good. She kind. got Lola Vice, though. She's not a little vice, but she's this match was really good. Like I, I kudos to the both of them in this breakout tournament. This match, if you haven't seen any of NXT or the Tuesday night, and this particular match, I, I give both of them kudos because it was a really, really good match. Uh, John John Cena Ch- coming out and everybody singing his song and you know, him him popping hard. I popped to uh, everybody singing the song. Um, I'm glad that John Cena in this iteration of his whole thing. Um, is getting the, the the credit that he deserves. Um, I still don't call him the greatest of all time because that's no, that's a WWE thing with greatest match of all time, greatest of all time, just automatically putting that moniker on somebody. I don't consider that. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. He's not the greatest of all time. But with that being said, uh, quite the pop for him in the arena. I wish again. I wish I was in that arena for all of this because it sounded like it was. This place was completely sold out. As we mentioned before, the crowd was absolutely amazing. And uh, his promo with Braun Breaker was, was very good. Uh, the match uh, at the end there was very good with Carmelo Hayes uh, taking on Braun Breaker with Paul Heyman in his corner. And then uh, Hayes actually getting the win. I was surprised by that. But Braun Breaker spearing Hayes and who's coming out to get the save. We got the big dong. <laughs> Pause.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, then, and then The Undertaker comes out. And gives Braun Breaker a choke slam and uh, cuts a promo on him ah, while on the damn, floor.
1: Damn, man, American
0: badass. Because because ah. Braun Breaker said I'm am the badass here, and then that's when it hit. And he came out in his motorcycle, drove that thing all of five feet right in front of uh, Booker T and Vic. He great gets off
1: facials. Oops, let me rewind that. Great facial <laughs> expressions. Sure. Pause. Great, great phrase. Jesus take, Christ, take it's four. Be tough. Take one. Great facial expressions by braun when that
0: gong hit yes yes he's gotten a lot better i gotta tell you he's gotten a lot better on the microphone and he's he's entertaining heel and (laughs) we got that got that choke slam and he he cut a promo on braun saying that you know you're you're gonna be an excellent wrestler just not now (laughs) and he just choked slam the shit out of him and it uh, went to him helping carmelo Hayes up undertaker did um you know, pop into the crowd. And then it was a nice shot after they went off air. There's a shot online of Undertaker and Carmelo Hayes side, side by side in front of the entrance with their, their arms up in the air, their fists in the air. Um, that was cool. So, yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah. Thoughts of uh, NXT Title, uh, not Tittle Tuesday, because there was no titles. Uh, I mean, there was titles, but it wasn't Title Tuesday. Uh, NXT Super Tuesday for NXT. Your thoughts?
1: It was one of the greatest NXT shows that I watched. Okay. Including Black and Gold. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I mean, just the star power alone. Truth. Also, you know me. I'm going to take the American badass in any way, shape, or form that I can. Mm. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) And and you will will take it, and you'll take it hard. Uh, And on that note.
0: And on that note, we is out. Anything else before we uh, head on out of here? Uh. I don't think so. What's our next uh, PLE? Is it Survivor Series? Oh, Halloween Havoc. We do, have, we do have Saudi. We have Saudi and we have Halloween Havoc. Uh, two weeks of Halloween Havoc. Um, and now I'm intrigued. See, this is exactly what they wanted to do. And, and the fact that NXT also has all these other people coming into the fold too, like Becky Lynch, Dominic Mysterio, all these guys coming over. NXT for that night or even like these nights going forward is now the third brand. It's back to being the third brand. They took it away. Vince Vince took it away and just wanted it to be developmental and this other thing that's there. And now it is it is back to being the third brand. And so if they're yeah, going to have Becky Lynch be the has champion. 99%. Well, there you go. So now, you know what? And good on them because it it worked before. Why Why would you not do it again? Because it was so good before. And that's what brought people over and did it again. Hence the rating of having 900,000 uh, to watch this show. And it was really good. They put on a hell of a show. And also, oh, shout out to uh, Baron Corbin, too, for um, making the most of NXT. And as a air quote demotion, um, being on this. Him and, him what uh, was it, Dijak? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking name. Uh, Dijakovic uh, making the most of the, the title picture in NXT. And if you're not going to do it on the main roster... At least you can do it here, and if people are going to come over from Raw and SmackDown, then so be it. Because it's it's that it was that was very entertaining. That Tuesday was overall was very entertaining, but NXT more so was was very good. Yeah, I Thanks. fucking loved it. Thanks. <laughs> On that note, nice. Uh, <laughs> the dramatic. I gave you the dramatic pause, and you got nothing. Uh, but, th- but thank you for agreeing with me. I
1: appreciate that. I had nothing. I'm all tapped out. I literally talk too much wrestling. This is a lot of wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, thank
0: you so very much. Hit us up on Twitter. At, hit, us up, hit us up on X at Sons of Slam Show. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Tweet at us on X. Tweet at us on X. Yes. Tweet at us tweet at us on X on X. And then uh, tell your friends. I'm telling. Tell take, your
1: friends. Tell your X.
0: Tell your, uh, yes. Tell your friends and your X to take X and then tweet at us on X. I got it up Nice
1: little pun to fucking in the show Tell your friends (laughs) I'm always good for a pun
0: Tell your friends, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud Listen to us, damn it We say some interesting things Uh, I'm done My name is Chris Mindell, that is a reaper Mr. Joe Black Sir, till we talk about Saudi and more of AEW And by the way, last thing I wanted to say, I'm sorry Uh, I I, I left it out Collision Not good (laughs) As far as Uh-oh. their as far as their attendance, last thing I will say uh, the the attendance for this past week's collision was uh, I think they, they said the arena held like five thousand and it only had like twelve hundred it was something like ridiculous um, and the pictures online go to prove that <sighs> they lost CM Punk and they lost a lot that is I'll I'll leave it all at that uh, so Chris Mindell, Joe Black guys thank you so very much sir till so we meet again peace. <laughs>
1: The Sons of Slam podcast.